How's it going, Yamitators? Episode 128 with Chuck Watkins. Guys, I had so much fun on this episode. We talked about stand-up. We talked about Batman and comic books. We talked about um, all the uh, crazy fun uh, shows that he's run. And he's his music and his musical comedy. You guys, this was a really fun episode. So I'm glad you're listening to it. And you know what? Go to facebook.com slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. Like the page. Tell people about it. Spread the word, you know? Spread the good word. Go to iTunes or Stitcher, whatever you're listening to this on, and rate it. Review it. Just just uh, help help people, help more people find out about Yamatat. Duplex Comedy Suplex was fucking amazing tonight. We had Mike Malloy. We had... Deborah DiGiovanni, we had Jamie Loftus, and we had Dave Ross. And it was really, really fun and really funny. We, we all laughed. We all laughed till we died. Um, but then we came back, and it was, oh man. Um, so keep spreading the word. Keep coming to the show. Um, yeah. All right. My Twitter is at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. The show's Twitter is at Yamatat, Y-A-M-A-T-A-T. And then for Duplex Comedy Suplex, it's at Duplex Comedy on Twitter and at Duplex Comedy Suplex on Instagram. There's a donate button on my website on Yamatat.com for the page. Um, I do it all for free, and I would love any help um, from, from anybody. And now, yam it up. With me and Chuck Watkins. Sometimes there's standing room only. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Ninja Turtle sheets. I had to yeah. say myself. I think all guys have the same, like, uh, that's one of them. <laughs> seventh set of sheets. Return the Jedi, yep. <laughs> This is a nice setup. So are you an audiophile? Are you like music maker? Um, yeah. I guess. I I don't say uh, I mean I'm not She's an got good gear. I don't I'm not like um I won't listen to compressed audio, you know, that type of audiophile, but yeah, I appreciate a good a good record and a good uh setup and yeah, yeah, good setup is what I like. My yeah. my life is like a tangle of AV wires. I'm just like constantly like plugging things in and trying to get the best mix or whatever. Yeah, wrapping them up right, making sure. I didn't. I still don't know how to wrap up right. I'm so bad at it. <laughs> and then like I'll get either. shit. Clearly. Yeah, I'll get shit from people. Like whenever I go do a show and I have to plug something in, there's like some like sound guy there if we're lucky, you know. And then he'll be like, "You wrap your mics up like uh, uh, like a chump." I'm just like, "Fuck off!" I'm just trying to. Do my weird music comedy thing. I'm just trying to live my life. Flash Steve. <laughs> Don't trust a guy named Flash. Unless it's the Flash. Unless, well, I don't know. You watch that Flash TV show? <laughs> that guy, that Flash sucks. That Flash sucks. <laughs> Fuck that Flash. Um, I just want to be like a super masculine, emotional bro who talks about his feelings all the time. Instead of running fast. 
And then every TV show that's like that, they all have to have like the team. You know, they all have to have like the I'm the like yeah. hot lava system. You know, but I might get powers in the third season. <laughs> fuck all of that. It should just be like I'm the regular human friend. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. Nobody cares about his girlfriend bullshit, relationship drama. <laughs> fuck that. Did you see uh, Supergirl when it was on CBS? No, but my best, well, one of my best friends from high school is, uh, what's his name? Jimmy Olsen in that show. No way! Yeah, McCad. We oh, went to high school together. That's awesome. He I was mean, a superstar in high school, and <laughs> it made I was not surprised at all. I loved the first season. Really? It's, yeah, is it good? It was really good, because there was a lot of action. Where does it there... take place in the like DC canon? Does Superman exist? He does, yeah. And but is they... he in Metropolis? Are they both in Metropolis? <laughs> No, she's in another town. Star City? Maybe? Star City, okay. That's like one of those fake cities yeah. in that world. Yeah. Um, and Star she, City. she has called on him for help when she's needed. <laughs> she's like, fuck she... you. <laughs> no, she like texts him sometimes. And they're or cousins, like, right? Like, they're cousins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Jimmy. Seems legit. Great. That lines up. Well, what's he got going on? In the, like. All that shit that we already ran over, like the fucking uh, relationship, and uh, oh, I've got a secret I can't well, tell anybody. Oh, why is my friend acting so distant? Maybe she's a superhero. Why would she say that one thing and then never be here for me? He actually finds she... out pretty early on. Okay, that's and, good. And so then, uh, and then you're like, okay, people know. And then another person finds out, and another person finds out, and you're like, oh, okay, so it's yeah, like. Uh, yeah. And then she has her team assembled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why does Supergirl need a team? <laughs> Superman doesn't need a team. <laughs> but I guess did you ever watch Smallville? Uh, yeah. Smallville. I watched did all Superman ten have a seasons team? of that. Wow. Too much. Of that my is life. such Too a long much. time to spend Too in that town. Much. Okay, here's something. The guy. <laughs> this is crazy. It's all tying together. Okay, so the guy who delivered our, I think it was high school. It might have been college. I was very high for both, so I don't know. I think it was college. Okay, college, uh, com what's that commencement address where they, like, invite yeah, some yeah, asshole yeah. to... It was the guy who created Smallville. No they way! They invited him to come up, and hand to God, he does it, he does the, like, so you don't need to be super to be thinking forward about your future. Don't let apathy be your kryptonite it was so bad it was so bad the whole time i just kept thinking why would they like whose friend whose cocktail mixer were they at or they just got tipsy enough to be like oh yeah you should come get the commencement address you created small yeah. get over here uh. oh, man. i know more about this stuff than i really want to <laughs> I also know that Smallville was created not by and by that guy, but he went in to pitch what they're essentially doing now, which is Gotham. Okay. And he was like, and then in one episode, you know, he meets up with a young Clark Kent, and they have an adventure, and then they got way more interested in Smallville, and that's how they made Smallville. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's like, okay, I'll do this that way. Yeah, I watched every episode. It was too many. Uh, after after about season... They're all hanging out in that town that, that, that time? Oh, no, no, no. The, at, at around season five, I think, they... Um, they move, like graduated big high city. school and go to big city. Okay, yeah. that's good. Um, so then there's um, Daily Planet is there and um, uh, wait, 
Lana? No, Lois. I can never understand. There's Lois Lane, but there is Lana Lang. And they're not sisters. Nope. And they're not cousins. Nope. But one's like, I'm a saucy reporter. And the other one's like, I'm a saucy reporter? Like, (laughs) is she? What's her deal? No, Lana's just a, uh, just old, old town country girl. She's from, okay. She's from the country and. She has nothing to do with that big city bullshit. Okay. (laughs) Stay here at home with me, Clark. Away from that woman who looks a lot and sounds a lot and has a name a lot like me. Shockingly similar, Clark. Why is that? Lois Lane's middle name is Doppel and Lana Lang's middle name is Ganger. Ganger. Yep. (laughs) They are each other. Oh, it makes so much sense now. Yep. Yep. The only do you read comic books? Yeah. I the only one I read is Batman. I read like the very some various versions of that, uh-huh. and I'm, I love what they're doing with it. But then I think they're rebooting the whole DC universe or whatever again. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, because like it was New Fifty Two, and then now they're doing. A, yeah, and I feel like New Fifty Two that just happened, but that was like seven years ago. They say so. Oh, is okay. it like every seven years they're gonna have to start over? <laughs> Bruce Wayne's not. dad's gonna have to die, and the okay. mom's Pearl. Did you watch Batman vs Superman? Uh-uh. Oh my god! I, I, this is not a spoiler, but it opens with Batman's parents getting killed <laughs> for the billionth time. And when I heard they were making that movie, what is, I was like, oh, it's just gonna be a bunch of slow motion pearls falling for an hour and a half. It is. It is opening, opening thing. It was rid- ridiculous. Did it show them going to the theater yep. again? Yeah, but like... it's like, I think it's Zorro this time instead of like instead Deflator of Mouse or whatever, thing. which I enjoyed a lot more. Yeah, from Batman Begins. Yeah. It was great. Um, uh, I saw that movie. Here's my new thing. I don't like to... Are we recording? Is this going already? Yeah, this is going. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. great. Okay, cool. <laughs> that happened to... I listened to Douglas's episode, Doug Mallard's episode. Oh, yeah. The same thing happened. I, I'm a victim to my own circumstance. <laughs> You knew coming in, but you forgot. Yeah. Because um, I was like, surely there'll be some mics on. Oh, around. also, it's right in front of me. Oh, yeah. Oh, I brought a vaporizer, too. Oh, cool. Which leads into this next story. Okay. I, uh, uh, Batman versus Superman. I was, knew I was going to go see it. I knew I was going to hate it. But I was like, maybe I'll fun hate it. Maybe I'll fun hate it. And I couldn't get anybody to go with me. Uh, and so I went to the man's Chinese at 2 in the morning. Uh-huh. They have a 2.15 a.m. showing. And they had the whole thing blocked at... No, it was Saturday. Saturday night. And they had the whole thing blocked off by all the footprints and handprints. So nobody can go in that doesn't have a ticket. I don't even want this thing. Oh, Oh, okay. okay. I can't... Uh, This this one is better. Well, I'm standing out there, and I'm getting high by, like, all of the, like, crazy famous footprints and everything. I go inside. There's eight people there. And there's, like, 500 people... 500 seat auditorium it's me and eight people 2 15 in the morning watching the biggest piece of shit and i had the best time in my life it was so good because i brought this thing which is a tiny vaporizer yes. you put the weed at the bottom packs two yeah i've had that before it's amazing yeah you don't have to buy anything you just grind you just kind of grind your weed up small yeah and then boom it's like oh <laughs> For the listening audience, I just broke it. You just pop the top. Let's pop the top. This shit's getting hot. <laughs> Boom. All right. So that'll be ready in a moment. Cool. 
Oh, what have you been up to? Comedy party every Thursday. Every That's a Thursday, lot. Heavy uh, dedication. Um, what time to win? What? How long does that go on for? Oh, so doors are at seven thirty, and then we usually end bef- like at or around nine thirty. Oh, nice. Okay. Because um, think it's too noisy. I, guys yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want it to be sure. go past ten. So then, uh, yeah, and that's, that's very good. And every Thursday, it's been awesome. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I've been and trying to do one in my backyard. I just, I have a, I live in a back house, which uh-huh. is great living. Yeah. Uh, and we have front house neighbors that have like a family, uh-huh. and they're cool with us throwing parties, but they have like a baby. Yeah. And so. So they gotta be you know, baby themed. Yeah, or they just gotta be baby <laughs> friendly-ish. I don't even really know. But they go out of town all the time, but they never tell me like with enough time to be like, oh, I'll put a show on or whatever. It's yeah. always like we're gone. Today. Yeah. <laughs> just get a like a out of town calendar. Yeah, that's what I kind of want to ask for. I'm just like, what's your calendar like for the next six months? No reason at all. I just, you know, like a harmonious balance in the backyard. You and Doug run. Um, we used last... to run a couple shows. Okay, what was the the one that was um, New Year's every time? Yeah, Happy New Year's. <laughs> And it was every sh- every show is New Year's Eve, but in a different era and time. That's awesome. So we did like six 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 Druid Days, and we did nineteen forty two. We did uh, uh, just uh, the first Thanksgiving, but New Year's the first New Year's. I guess that it would be then first New Year's Pilgrimy times, Colonial times. We did that one. A lot of high stocking and wig buying, and not a lot of people showing up after the first couple. <laughs> put all this like energy into the opening chunk you know like our little opening and then i get all dolled up or whatever in like the stupidest costume in the world and as 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 is always with comedy shows people come in like 10 minutes late like after you've done everything stupid you just look like a fucking asshole for an hour show's fun well why is he dressed like a baron munchausen Says it was his favorite character. Yeah. Now I've got Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Who played, um, you've seen that movie, yeah? Mm-hmm. Who played, that wasn't I only Patrick remember Stewart, Uma Thurman. No, it wasn't. Not Patrick Stewart. It was a bunch of dorks, a bunch of dorky old men, and Uma Thurman's naked body, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. That was it. There's the dude that could hear super far. Yeah. The dude that could run super fast. I avoided seeing that Terry Gilliam joint. For a long time, because I didn't, it looked a little too silly. But then I, when I was on board watching it, I was like, when I figured out, I was like, oh, and then each gang's gonna have like a little thing. Then I checked out, and I watched the rest on mute. <laughs> I watch a lot of movies on mute. You ever do that? With with um, captions or no captions? No caption. Well, no. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes they'll come up come up if you want them or not like i have the raid at my house right now and that's a great kick act the raid uh, kung fu korean action movie it's basically just like wall-to-wall action for 90 minutes and it's a pretty good story i guess but i'll watch it with the subtitles on but with music on my own music and then on mute like i was in a bar like in my house or something because i've seen it before now there's like newer tv shows that i'll watch and they're like like the Flash, I will watch that totally on mute. I'll watch completely on mute, and then just to see—not every time, because I still want to keep a basic thread of what's going on. 
But then I'll like read one of those recap or whatever, and I'm like, yep, yep, called it, called it, called it, called it every single time. <laughs> and then there's some things that I'll just put on mute because I like, I hate myself, and I, but I like need to like do some work or something, you yeah, know? Yeah. So I'll like watch uh, Nashville. <laughs> Nashville. <laughs> I'll try. I'll be like, oh, what's the gang with Nashville going on? What's their bullshit? Like, I'm going to be, like, above it. And then I'll get a little sucked in. And then it gets really corny. And I'm like, fuck this. But I have to leave it on because I'm, like, doing work or something. And if I'm, I'm not multitasking, I just won't do anything. Yeah. I got a head full of problems. Nashville, I hear it's good. It's good, right? No. It's garbage. Yeah. It's such garbage. <laughs> It's a soap opera, and I guess if people people always justify things by like, oh, but it's soap opera, you know, like the soap operas aren't good. They're just like yeah, slow people's fake problems. They just create drama for themselves week after week, and are nothing but assholes to each other. And they've already like it got canceled, and now it's gonna go to country music television. Uh, it probably should have been in the first place. But they've already, like, run out of... They did the Friends thing where they, like, ran out of genitals to bounce off each okay, other, yeah, you know? Everybody's yeah. mixed and matched already. And so everybody's... I don't know. They have to... For a while, I was considering writing a spec episode of, of Nashville. One where, like, uh, three new musician loners drift into town and basically, like, give their finger to the entire Nashville rock establishment and be like our shit's way better than your shit. And then actually write some songs that are like diss tracks from rap, but like countrified and they're like really good. And then uh, everybody hates them, but the all the other musicians hate them, but then the crowd love them and then they find a way to like see eye to eye together at the end. And that's like, it's like the that's new class, spec. the Nashville, the new class, you know? Were you Saved by the Bellhead? Yeah, I watched it. Um... Were you a hang time guy? Time. I don't think I ever watched Hang Time. I remember it though. Hang Time was uh, Anthony Anderson was one of the stars of that. Basketball, was, right? Yeah, same creator, same idea. Yeah. And then there was one. It was about a bunch of like adopted kids and a foster family on the beach. <laughs> and I don't. They were like teens, and then they called like, Beach Time. Maybe it was Beach something or like High Tide or you know some variant. Riptide. That would be cool. I would love to see a version of that television show, but it's like the dark drama version. It's like the Twin Peaks version of Bayside, which I guess is what P Twin Peaks is trying to do to begin with. It's coming back still, right? Yeah, dude. I just heard Jared Logan. You know him, the comedian? Yeah. He's in it. What? He got cast in a major role. In That's amazing. Yeah. Because ah. I saw him in some amazing independent movie. It's called uh, The Invitation. Okay. And it is all about, uh, it's like kind of a spoiler heavy plot twisty movie about like a night where old friends get together in okay. the Los Angeles Hills. Cool. And he's one of the old friends and like all this crazy shit happens and it's really exciting and fun. Cool. But, and then in like just out of nowhere, he's just in like five, six things, but that's going to be amazing. That new Twin Peaks. Yeah. Ooh wee. There's no previews out, right? They just released that one video that was like, I didn't even watch that. back. Do you watch trailers now and videos and like I? I don't seek them out when I see them be before a movie. That's yeah. fine because that's part of it. Um, but I don't like. I try not to. I try to go in. This is what I do. Unbiased. I'll do this. I'll like. 
<laughs> I'll put my, or I'll just cover my eyes. Because I know trailers are unavoidable, and I'm not trying to like be like, oh, I'm a movie dork or whatever. But, and it's hard. It's impossible at some point. Like, at some point, I saw the Star Wars trailer, and I was like, yeah. oh, that's fine. That looks exciting. But there are some movies I will, like, go out of my way to, like, know nothing about. And, like, yeah, I uh, want fewest spoilers yeah. I can have. The Mission Impossible movies, the last two, I was able to, like, skip all the trailers. And the only thing I knew about both was, like, Tom Cruise's, like, hanging off of something on each one. Yeah. Uh, and it was, I think it was a really way more satisfying movie experience going in. I mean, you can't do that with everything. Yeah. You can't do that with, with indie dramas. I did that with um, American Ultra. Ooh, yeah, and that's a, probably had, a very I, rewarding movie experience to do that yeah, with. Yeah, it was awesome. I did you know seen. that, like, you knew the cast, maybe? I, I knew, I, yeah, I knew the cast, and I knew um, Max Landis was doing it, and sure. I was like, it's going to be dope. Yeah. It's going to be cool. And I saw the poster. I saw the poster of them, like, smoking... Yeah, that's all you need. I saw. I tried to see (laughs) his. I think he wrote it. I don't. I don't assume he directed it. Me, him, her. No, Uh, it was his version. I think he had a hand in writing it. Is his version of Frankenstein, Victor Frankenstein. Oh right, I didn't see that either. It It was was um, Daniel Radcliffe and James McAvoy. Okay. And I there's like a twist or reveal to it that I didn't get through because I put it on mute. (laughs) <laughs> and I stopped paying attention. It was very. Wait, it was, was that called Victor? It was, Frank- it was called Victor Frankenstein. Okay. Vic, maybe it was Victor comma Frankenstein. I don't okay. know. <laughs> and then because there was the other one that came out with Aaron Eckhart, I Frankenstein? I Frankenstein. That's the one that has the comma in it. That's the one that has the comma. In it. <laughs> okay. okay. Got my Frankenstein movies and stuff. I Robot. I Frankenstein. Yeah. I Dildo. <laughs> I Flashlight. I sex bot. That's the next step, right? Well, that was ex machina. Yeah, sex bot. Sex machina. Yeah. Sex machina. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh shit. It's like sexaphorical up in here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But the Victor Frankenstein one was a lot like it really wanted to be Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. It had that very like Robert Downey Jr. version of Spart- Spart- Spartan Holmes. I'm I'm Spartacus Holmes. I'm Spartacus John Holmes. Are you yeah. entertained? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. So um, so how long have you been doing comedy for? It's like thirteen years. Yeah? Thirteen. <laughs> Awesome. It wasn't every night all the time. Like, yeah. there's some nights it was, like, good. Like, I take... I'm a frequent taker of sabbaticals and being like, well, fuck stand-up. <laughs> fuck it, it's dumb. Everybody involved in it shallow and a jerk. I'm above it all because I'm frustrated secretly and I'm quitting because I'm scared. <laughs> and three days go by and you're like, you fucking pussy. You're a little bitch, aren't you? You're just a little scared of yourself. They don't like your jokes. Go fuck yourself. Go up on that stage. You're not better than everybody. Yeah. So it's like the battle back and forth uh, nightly, every night. Awesome. Uh, what um, what do you do for work? Like, uh, I used st- to be stand up for work. Or no, I've never and... made money off stand up. I've yeah. like, I mean, not enough to ever pay the bills. It's always right. whenever it was made, it's just been sporadic and nice. Mm-hmm. Although. I'll say I made an album, a stand-up album. That was like the best comedy financial decision I ever made. I had to uh-huh. throw down a little money up front, 
but it's paid for itself multiple times over just from like streaming cool. whatever yeah so I'd love to do another one of those at some point because there's fun I like to I live to make albums yeah just not always comedy ones <laughs> but uh, I used to for like 10 years I was a I was a teacher okay I taught special education yeah uh, a little bit in Texas and then when I moved out here I got a job pretty quickly mm-hmm. as much as I wanted to like come out and just be like I'm hitting this town with the dick and they are going to fall in line to my comedy. I end up getting a day job pretty quickly. It's so funny. Like, I'm, I had, like, a good chunk of change when I moved out. And then I wasn't... I was, I was never like, I need to get famous before this chunk of change hits zero. But I was just like, I am going to have to live in a car that I don't have if I don't get a job, like, pretty fast. And I was just lucky. I lucked into a job for the first year. I was just a teacher's assistant Mm -hmm. at the school I ended up teaching at. And it was, like, super chilled out. There's no stress, you know, after you leave school. Just go home. Mm -hmm. And then the next year, a position opened up. And I was, like, broke. So I was like, I'll do it. And then it just led right back into me as teacher mode. Mm -hmm. And so I did them both for comedy and teaching and all that shit for like 10 years until like three years ago two years ago I was just so exhausted and tired of teaching I just fucking was gonna kill myself or lose my shit and like become a crazy person this is very stressful teaching moderate to severe special education and then going how do you get out of your job to go like try and be like this in control guy telling stand up jokes yeah, you know, you've hey. had to, like, restrain yourself all day. Yeah, like, I'm a cool guy, but I can't be cool all the time. And I think <laughs> it manifested itself in very weird ways, especially as a young man, like, because I would drink a lot more, and then I would just be a lot loud. Like, I think I was just, like, a loud, crazy person for, like, the yeah. first bunch of years doing stand-up. But uh, you get older, you just kind of learn to be just as crazy at a slightly lower volume. <laughs> people kind of go with it you know (laughs) but i quit and so now i just tutor uh i tutor a lot of the same kids that i actually was a teacher for and um i also have a nice that's just for a little bit and then i do have a nice stay-at-home job uh like doing dumb excel group spreadsheets and things i barely understand uh i just don't ask questions and hope that it lasts (laughs) I had to go into an office for like four months and learn the basics, and then the whole time I was like, uh huh, uh huh, and then I can go home when? And then the day that that happened, it was like the fucking greatest day of my life. I was like, I can be responsible in my underpants. I don't have to talk to anybody. Fucking life's great. So I'm happy to work. I know so many people are like, oh, I just want to chill. I want to do my own thing, but I'm happy to work. Yeah. But I definitely don't want to have to deal with anybody, you know? (laughs) People are the worst. It's great because there's a... um, The way technology has gone, um, a lot of people can work from home now. Where it's just like, yeah, you have the internet and we all have Excel. Yeah. Yeah, of course I could do that from home. I don't have to go into an office, waste your electricity and water. I'll waste my electricity and water. Don't even worry it about was it. so weird. Like, I felt <laughs> the way... I stopped driving because I, I just, like, didn't like the way I felt as a person driving a car. I'll drive a car every once in a while now, and it's fine. But, yeah. like, when you're behind the wheel for a protracted period of time, you get nuts. Everybody does. Yeah. And I felt that way about going into an office. I just felt like, 
fuck? You know, like this fucking guy sitting next to me (laughs) with his side glances. He's not even working. I've been looking at what he's doing. He's just dicking off on the internet on Reddit. I'm working. Like I felt for no reason. I felt like he was against me. Oh, and you know what it was? I, he's, I was like, he's got to be just an antisocial person at first, because I would say hi to good morning to him, mm-hmm. and then I would put on my headphones. And then a few times I noticed that I had said good morning, and he didn't say anything back. Mm-hmm. And then in my head I was like, well, fuck this guy. <laughs> what? What? Is it because I had my headphones on? So, like, I would do it for, like, the next, every day, for, like, the next two weeks, I would slowly experiment <laughs> with our very first interaction and see how it played out. So some days I have noticed that like if I don't have my headphones in mm-hmm. and he comes in and he's not looking at his phone, I can get a good morning out of him. <laughs> and then twice I got an actual short two minute conversation. Um, and I chalked that up as a personal victory. But every other time it was some version of like, no, or, you know, like, no, he wouldn't acknowledge me. And I, it, it drove me fucking nuts. So I had to leave. He was the one guy in the crowd that wasn't laughing at your jokes. Yes, and that you focus in on <laughs> yeah, and so you distorts like, your whole worldview. Yeah. <laughs> There's fucking dorks up at that place. Too many dorks. What? Uh, what's something in nerds? Com- what's something in comedy that you want to do that you haven't done yet? I want to do all the late nights. I want to mm. do them all. I haven't done any of them. I've done a TV spot, but I didn't do. I wasn't on a, like a late night show or anything. I would love to yeah. do something super unique and fun and different and like just kind of memorable for each you know each great show out there. Because there actually is so many great shows out there, but like yeah, you know it's crazy hard to get on. You can do them all, right? I would. I mean, I've seen so many comics who, you know, trans transgressed. Transgressed is the bad word. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What is I'm making Trans- a line with my hands and I'm trying to say circum- transcended circumnavigated and done, the globe. Yes, circumnavigated <laughs> the late night seat. Plenty of people have. And they don't all have to be heavy hitters. There's just some people who just can kind of pop up on on all of them. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like a Todd Barry. Yeah. Who's done, you know, all of those guys and stuff. Jimmy Pardo, I'm sure. Jimmy Pardo, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I would like to do something just kinda of fun. Uh and I kinda wanna I wanna. I like to make. Uh, I've been making these musical comedy albums. Okay. Uh, and I've been trying to do one a year for the last three years, and I'm coming up on my third. Mm-hmm. And I like. I'm always after I'm finishing one, I always get excited about what I'm gonna do next. And so I'm in this phase where I'm finished recording, and like I'm getting the urge to like think about what's out there again. And I want to do a, a like a, a a genuine like mashup stand up musical album that is. I'll have like a. Uh, like a small quartet behind me of like a cello, violin, and you know, two others. Let's just say two others. <laughs> some timpani drums, you know, and, and, and uh, a trombone <clears throat> or a saxophonist. So, but like a very gentle, like yeah. four-piece to six-piece orchestra, mm-hmm. and I will write out their music, uh, the sheet music for them to play, and accompany me while I tell jokes. Uh, over that, and then I'll just gently jump from joke to to song very quickly, and because I'm kind of playing yeah. that with that a little bit now, but it's it's very uh, 
it's very uh, exact when I do it because yeah, I usually balance, yeah like. I want to do it with like a live uh, orchestra or yeah. you know that'd be fun. That's awesome. So I think I'll make that happen in some way. If I my my thing is if if I say it out loud enough, I genuinely have to. Uh, this is being recorded now, so but I haven't said I am gonna do it. I said I'd like to do it. Yeah. But that's definitely where my 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 head's thinking, and I tend to not think too much farther in advance or I'll future trip. You ever future trip? Oh, where you're just like, man, I can't even think about that far down the line. No, where you're just like, and then the fucking yacht is gonna come, <laughs> and all the cocaine is gonna be in the panic room. Have a trampoline panic room. Chris Tucker's there. That's why I'm talking like that, I guess. <laughs> it's a pool full of pussy! Cigarette! It's a cigarette! It's <laughs> What I'll do sometimes is I'll, like, be listening to NPR, and then Terry Gross's voice will come on, and she'll be interviewing Alec Baldwin or some loud asshole, you know? Not un- undissimilar to myself. And then I'll just take their place, and I'll just answer the questions and start telling Terry Gross about all the things that I uh, am gonna do, but haven't done yet, and talking about them as if I've already done them. You know? But yeah, I solved the Risk Zika virus. So what? I just took a break from writing a song, and I was like, Zika virus, I don't want you around. My papyrus. And then I was like, papyrus. Oh, what if we distilled papyrus oil and put it into a sprayable form, and then boom, Bob's your uncle, no more Zika virus. Is that easy, dear? See you at, uh, see you at the office holiday party. Don't forget you can bring your keys for the key party afterwards. Genius at work. Terry Gross. What do you think Terry Gross sounds like when she comes? Oh my God! It's like a turn. I bet she's like. I bet she's like. uh, I'm coming. Wait. Yeah, that's wah wah wah. What's the All Things Considered? I don't know. I don't know. Going nowhere. Um. So, uh, uh, what? Hold on. Oh, what's your favorite part about doing stand-up and music? And stu- and musical I like it when it goes totally left, like, you know, totally <laughs> sideways. Like, for me and the audience. When I started, I would try and do the craziest things possible. Yeah. Like, I was like, I can be, like, I know I'm kind of smart, and I know I'm kind of clever, I know I'm kind of loud, but, like, nothing's, like, exactly unique about any of those. What if I was just, like able to just see, like, the guy who's, like, whenever you go up on stage, you never know what the fuck is gonna happen. (laughs) And so I kind of made that my thing, and I would do these crazy-ass shows where, like, my, I I found that if I, like, kind of booked, or asked the booker at the local downtown club if I could, like, do, like, a showcase-style stand-up show where I had a bunch of friends come in and do characters in, like, a kind of themed setting that he'd just give me the weekend and let me do whatever I want. Yeah. So I started doing things like that. I did this thing called the Vaudeville and Comedy Massacre, which was a stand-up-based variety show that was everybody was doing a different kind of vaudeville-style character, and they wrote stand-up around it. It was so crazy. <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait. Is vaudeville, do they also talk like, uh, hey, see, we're going to take a, take a lady down to the Nickelodeon, yeah. see? We had like a Laurel and Hardy type. <laughs> Doug Mallard, he was a, because he's a kind of tinier, smaller guy. Mm-hmm. He, he was friends with our friend who's a giant comedian. 
he's like six eight or something and so he sat on his lap like a ventriloquist and they did a ventriloquist act he was like a live ventriloquist dummy and then we had uh, a magician Ian McKellen the hypnotist versus Cedric the hypnotainer and they dueled they wrote a song and goes, Ian McKellen, the <coughs> hypnotist, he'll wash your dishes, he'll do it. And it's great. <laughs> and then I followed that up with uh, The Clue Show, where everybody was, uh, I was the detective and everybody was a suspect, mm-hmm. and they all wrote characters around that. And that was so bizarre, and uh, like, it was, it was too crazy, like... I like came out on stage as a detective and I had a backgammon suitcase and I let it go flying and like all of these like monopoly parts and money went flying everywhere and I kept throwing things into the audience like just game pieces in the audience people just fucking walked out and like, didn't understand it. I'd never walked that many people in a weekend like as a like an idea. They just rejected it so hard. Um, we did the class reunion show, the Belvedere Room class reunion show. I am so sorry. I love that sound. What is that? It's um, it's uh, George Bluth doing his chicken impression. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that's Lucille or whatever. Class reunion show. What was that one? I don't remember. There, like, it was just a class reunion and it was a bunch of characters, and they got uh, so here we are. as they went along, they got progressively. Well, we did do a telethon. We did the for-profit, uh, not live telethon. We did a for-profit telethon, which was really fun. I do remember that. Not live telethon. Yeah, there was no number to call, but we had like charts. Like we had a big thermometer going up. That was a really fun one because it was a little bit more sketch. Like, we got a chance to... It was me and uh, my buddy who I started stand-up with. who was, like, a really good... He just went on to, like, do sketch and stuff. And I went on to do improv and stuff. And so we got to, like, mm-hmm. do a cool somewhere in the middle collaboration. I like it when things go sideways and when, mm-hmm. like, you're, you're, you've got a foot in stand-up. But conceptually, like, a foot, like, in any other door almost. Where you're trying... I like things that are... Conceptually based in stand-up where you're still just kind of mainly telling jokes, you yeah. know, but uh, yeah. it, it, if you, like, make a hard left and go crazy, that's that's always fun for yeah. me. It's, it's cool Do you like that... Brett Gelman? Yeah. yeah. I was at Meltdown recently, and he did his, like, weird <laughs> Gelmania thing, yeah. and he, like, it was just so simple, but he had somebody <laughs> on the lights, and, you know, like, whenever he got real heavy and real crazy, the lights yeah. would, like, dim and flicker like it was the end of the world, and... He was the voice of Satan almost, you yeah, know, and I was yeah. like, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I've been traveling around when I'm trying to do like more house party. I just, I also just getting tired of stand up like as a concept because I'm not on stage as much. <laughs> I feel like if I was on stage more, I'd be a lot happier with it. But like, I, I want to do more house parties and stuff where I just play fun, funny music that is like party rock style so my latest album it's all party rock music it's all about being a broke comedian it's all about nightlife and networking and uh you know being on shows and you know being dead last on the open mic and all that shit but it's like got a fucking dope 80 cent beat you know 
sounds good. Awesome. It's the best thing I've ever done. So you just record, just finished recording I'm all that. I'm teaching myself how to master albums now. Like, oh. I'm trying to, like, because I have the technology, I've just never, like, fucking tried. I just Learned. always send it off, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm like, I could save so much money, and this is stuff I want to learn anyway, so I might as well teach myself. So I'm going yeah. through that, and uh, hopefully I'm shooting for, like, October. Uh, I'm animating a video right now for it, which is taking fucking forever. Cool. Uh, but it's pretty fun. What's, what animation software do you use? I uh, got a $4 app for my iPad, mm-hmm. and it works basically for as good as my drawing style is, yeah. and like I try and like do the best possible version of that, and mm-hmm. so I think hopefully all that love will, will show through in this <laughs> little two-minute animation. Cool. Have you checked out um, Toons, the Studio Ghibli software that they released for free? Oh, what? What? Yeah. I love Studio Ghibli. Yeah, I uh, I downloaded it because it, I want. What kind of format is it on for? Like, just like a any old computer? Or? Yeah, it's PC or Mac, I believe. That's cool. Yeah. Holy shit. And um, I want to mess with around with it because I've got a couple character designs for a cartoon that I wrote. Yeah. And um, it would be awesome to just be like, oh yeah, I, I wrote and animated it. Like, yeah, totally. I wouldn't want it to become like that full time because that's an insane amount of work, and if it got yeah, up or something. Then, I'm always yeah. in favor of making Hopefully a project <laughs> out of learning how to do something. Yeah, like that's kind of why I make I've been making albums nonstop for ten years, almost all music albums. Yeah. You know, and like the only recently in the last three years, I've ever tried to make them like funny. You know, like they're usually like this very heartfelt expression of heartfelt. <laughs> Nobody fucking cares. <laughs> I did write some great songs, but it's like nobody wants to hear that music, you know? Nobody needs another singer-songwriter, you know, with the fucking guitar, walking down the railroad tracks, you know, thumb out on the road, headed to the next gig. That's hard out here for a song and man. God. But, uh... I don't even remember what I was talking about. I just got flashes of Austin with like guitars and open cases and pennies being thrown in. I'm gonna say that interge- interject, not interject. I'm just gonna say that uh, I can relate to that because I, when I first moved out to California, I was like, I'm gonna be a fucking starving artist. I'm gonna be a musician. Yeah. I don't even care. Piano, guitar, and but I was only on guitar. I hadn't picked up piano again for a little bit. But anyway, so I was playing and playing, doing open mics and stuff, and. Um, playing a show here and there and then I just realized that I yeah had more fun while I was making people laugh like in yeah. between I'm all for being a starving artist <laughs> it's just uh, you have to be good mm-hmm. and when I was writing these songs I was just like not very good I was getting better and I that's why I, th- I was talking about making a project out of things like I, I like I was like, well, the only way I'll really get serious about getting better is if I decide to like make an album of songs and a collection of songs and pay really attention to it. Yeah. And so I did that, but like as I was putting, I was never getting better like learning how to record things in like a super quality way. And mm-hmm. it's only in the last three years that I've like learned a lot. And as a result, I feel like I'm confident enough to like, yeah, fuck it, I'll try and master this album on my own. You know, <laughs> yeah. this thing that. I've been paying a ton of money for studio professionals to do. I'll give it a shot. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, you've made enough at this point. Yeah, I mean, I got good ears. I know how to use them things. I know when things are in tune. I know a loud level. I know how to fucking watch a YouTube video. Yeah. And sure enough, those help a lot, and I kind of know what I'm doing now. Yeah, those tutorials are amazing. I love how the 
it kind of just takes the the mythology out of it. Like it, I was like, oh, studio mastering. Oh, <laughs> it's like no, you can do it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's how. Because that was steps. a huge problem. Like before, I had just like sent music off to get mastered. I was like, well, this is, I guess this is only just ever gonna be a recording for my my friends because it doesn't sound anything like anybody would ever want to put it on the radio. <laughs> sure sounds like absolute dog shit. <laughs> it's got a big heart. Sorry about the dog shit. Yeah. Please. That should have been an album title. <laughs> I did have Sorry a song called The Cat Pooped shit. in My Shoe. <laughs> is it based on a true story? It is. The title is the exact length and uh, purity of the song because that was the only lyric. <laughs> But it's just said over and over with increasing anger. And, like, it starts out very confused. Like, the cat pooped in my shoe? And then it's, like, anger, and then it gets into sadness, and then, like, acceptance. So you went through the five stages? Yeah. I think there's seven of them. But I don't remember how many times I went through it. Awesome. What, uh... Wait, so... Batman is your guy. Yeah, I read Batman exclusively. So I, uh, I've read Nightfall. Nightfall's good. And but I, I didn't get the complete the, set because when I bought it, I bought it on eBay. And mm, I bought it in single issues. What? <laughs> because I wanted the cover of each one. Okay. Um, that was back before I realized. Oh, this is like, a while it's ago. Fine right? to just buy you can a just trade. get the yeah, huge because there's like two or... parts and there's like. 400 parts each, right? I guess. 400 pages each, like Nightfall, and then like he, he, he comes back with his back intact and he kicks Bane's ass or whatever. Yeah. Or Azrael. Yeah. Yeah, that's... But that was like when I was first starting to get into Batman as a collector was when that happened. Like, because I, I did have the individual ones as well. I'd go up to old Walgreens and yeah. I'd like <laughs> hope they had it. Like, and if they didn't, I'd have to like ask my mom if I could somehow get to the actual one comic book shop in town <laughs> once a month yeah i got i got into comics late i i read nightfall because i heard that um batman or dark knight rises was gonna be bane right yeah yeah and yeah so, so you like, gotta find out about bane. yeah i was like yeah. this will be dope to read it and find out and it's a little disappointing when you read it because the art's not very good <laughs> it's like way too long for exactly what it is <laughs> It was it was fine. It was good. I liked it. Um, but I there's another one that they did like over the course of maybe three years or something like the next major arc, and it was like it's only ever happened a few times. I read about it like where they do just do like have multiple titles, mm-hmm. you know, a comic that's so huge that has multiple titles that's all doing one story, and it was like Gotham has a plague happen. Uh, and it like wipes out a lot of people and then there's like an earthquake that like uh, separates Gotham into the bay as an island and they cut off all ties with the rest of uh, America because they're afraid it's infected or whatever even though Batman's found and then Batman's gone for like the first chunk of it (laughs) and all of the gangs have divvied up Gotham so Mm -hmm. it's like Penguin owns east side Croc territory is down over here and stuff and it's called No Man's Land. It was a pretty cool idea, and they stretched it out for so long, and I bought all the volumes in them. It's just nuts. They just, like, went overboard. Like, some things are about it are amazing, and then other parts are just like, well, I'm just going to... This thing's so big, I'm just going to skip these 30 pages or whatever, because this issue sucks, you know? 
But overall, you liked it. Overall, it's cool. Cool I think it's so ambitious to just be like, no, this is, you know, because it's like most major comic book characters have more than one title these days. Yeah. And it's impossible to keep up with all the different storylines in each, you know, even the one happening now with Batman. He's got Batman and Robin. And that, in that one, Robin's just come back from the dead, and he's not superhuman anymore. He was superhuman for a bit, and then, mm-hmm. and it's his son. And then in Batman, the actual comic book, it's taking place before all of that. Yeah. Uh, and it's like his early days. It's like a new year one reset. Okay. But that and now, but who knows what they're doing now? Because they just rebooted the whole thing again. Again, again. So we might get another version of. <laughs> The pearls falling. Uh, what if the pearls like the first, go up on the her first neck issue. and they stick there? Yeah. <laughs> the first issue is just the pearls mm-hmm. falling every page. <laughs> I could totally see them doing that. And inside each one, it's like a close-up of a different memory that they go into. Ugh. Do you have any that you're excited about that are coming out? Comics? No, uh, movies. For movies. I looked at the summer release schedule for the rest of the summer, and I was like, I'm out. Oh, I saw Warcraft. Last night. Really? Okay, because my prediction... This is why I wanted to invent an app. Did you that... ever play any Blizzard games? No. Okay. But I vote for the longest time I've wanted to invent an app that can that where you can wager on how much a movie will <laughs> make when it opens on its first weekend or whatever. <laughs> and for this very reason, I was like, that movie is not going to make more than $30 million opening weekend. And I was right. It made like something super low. You were right in the U.S. I guess in China. In China, I guess it's huge. huge. Which, but which I, is that is nothing gonna... to say of the movie. But I was like, does anybody care about this video game enough to go see a version of it that's taking away the best thing about the game, which is how immersive you are and how all of your choices affect everything? And then you go into a movie that has all of the choices laid out for you in probably a way less compelling way. It's like taking everything about the game that's great and then leaving that behind and putting on some screen. Well, the uh, so the way I heard it from a, from a known expert, Aldrin Cornejo, World of Warcraft expert. Okay. <laughs> he, uh, I didn't know those were was... real, but I, that seems like there would be. Now that, I mean, there's so it's many people that play this game. Oh, okay. Yeah, we went and saw it, and I was just like, how accurate? Because he knows, like, all the stories and mm-hmm. all the backstories and stuff. And he was like, it was fucking accurate he was really? like it was so accurate so they're playing I, to the fans like as far as the intellect yeah. we're like we know the worlds and stuff yeah like the story yeah. like the way it went like everything was just as it was and he's like and i know who that person is gonna be and i know what's coming up next and blah 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 blah. and i loved it i loved it because it, it was made by blizzard they know their shit like their games what are their other games their games are really good okay so I don't play um, video games at all. That's I mean, I play, like, Wii Tennis, which is pretty fun. Or Wii Ping Pong. Yeah. And uh, I have a Lego Batman game, which is pretty sweet. It's pretty good. They've and got... I have uh, Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Street Fighter 2. Oh, Street you can't forget Street Fighter 2. Yeah. And Hadouken. maybe one more. I, yeah, I tried to just go back through and port all the old games that I could, like Ninja Gaiden and yeah. other stuff. But... Yeah. Oh, and I have Rad Racer on Nintendo. That's okay. pretty dope. Yeah. Do you remember that from the movie The Wizard? Uh, yeah, which I've been meaning to watch again um, and haven't seen it because uh, the Power Glove scene is so good. It's so... Yeah. It's like, oh, it's it so is so bad. bad. Yeah. Keep I've been wanting to see that again. Her, pal. <laughs> and all those three people, like, they grew up to... I don't remember who the little kid is, uh, but uh, Fred Savage and Jenny Lewis yeah. and um, Christian Bo Slater. Bridges, Christian Slater. Yeah, yeah. so... 
And uh, I remember I got Mario 3 the next week. Because uh, it came out, the movie came out, and I was like, I've already got it on pre-order or whatever. It was the first video game that I got to, like, know I was, like, I, I bought in. Yeah. Like, I was like, I'm in. New game? This oh, thing's going to be incredible. Because I didn't have Mario 2. And I couldn't, oh. no. I played it at a friend's house multiple times. Yeah. But I was familiar with it, and he let me borrow it sometimes. But uh, but you never played, you've never played through it on your own? Mario no. 2? I haven't gotten to the end, right? It's I mean, so weird. It's a different one. It's definitely like the oddball in the series. Yeah. But there's parts of it that I've noticed that in the later versions they kind of took from, like the weird designs of things, I guess. Yeah. But I'm sorry, I interrupted you about Warcraft. Oh, okay. So yeah, Blizzard, they're the hugest game in the world right now is Overwatch. And that's the one that they just came out with. It's first person shooter, so they've got twenty one different characters you can choose from. And all of them have backstories. And, like, they used to be a vigilante justice team. Okay. um, And they were all together, and they would fight stuff that would happen all around the world. And at a certain point, the world was like, you're doing too too much um, collateral damage, too many people are dying because of you guys, too. Sure. Shut it down. So they shut it down. protocol. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm, I'm familiar. So they shut it down, and so then when the game was about to come out, they had, like this thing that popped up on Battle.net that was like uh, these three locations or these four locations all around the world and no one was told anything what is Battle.net? Battle.net is the server that Blizzard runs their games off okay yeah so um, the the four things around the world were giant um, collectibles of the characters that you can play so they were just full size oh cool Crazy. Yeah, they had the weapons and stuff, and like, (laughs) and it looked like you could open it up, and like that they would maybe pop out and like just start moving around and shooting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, so so when they have backstories, I mean, they have like cut screens that like give like a little video thing of their like saga and like what's up with them. Um, not not during the game because the game is like. You play, you fight, you either win or lose, and then you go into the next game. Mm-hmm. And um, how do you learn these backstories? Uh, so they've released some videos on YouTube just about like a couple characters okay. at a time. I gotcha. Yeah, it's just so it's like it's in the pre-hype. Yeah. Uh huh. And if they make a movie out of that, oh man, it's gonna make like at least a hundred dollars. Like I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I mean, the games are like 80 bucks or something, right? So it pays so, for itself. Yeah, basically. <laughs> you could use old Warcraft stills and nobody would know if you're like short in the middle. Because if it's just 20 bucks. That's if you're aiming low. You don't care about pissing off your fan base. So there's, so there's Overwatch, first person shooter. There's Diablo, which is like... I've um, heard of that one. It's like a crane shot yeah. almost. And you're going through and killing all these demons and... Uh, so are they like top Zombies tier? Are they like the like the boss in the video game online playing world? I mean, they're up there. There's like them and like I guess Ubisoft. Um, but if you asked me to name some Ubisoft games, I wouldn't be able sure. to do it right now. Cause they. Um, oh yeah, so Diablo, Starcraft is another one. It's like also a crane shot, but you have to like manage a bunch of st- real-time strategy i'm not good at those so there's shooter games there's driving games sports games mm-hmm. puzzle games what am i missing 
Side scrolling, there's nothing like that. Fighting games? Fighting games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's got to be big. Anything else? I guess you could say, like, the immersive role playing game, like the branded one, like maybe any kind of, like, big movie or anything. Yeah, or, like, um, just the ones that come out of nowhere where you're like, oh, it just, it's an indie game. Someone did it and got huge. I did watch Indie Game the movie, which I thought was really cool. I thought it was an awesome movie. Uh, about some really weird people who like to fucking make a video game seems like the most <laughs> insane project. It's crazy. Um, yeah, Blizzard, dude, it's so good. That that movie was really good. I, and I didn't know. Here's why. What turns me off about it? They look weird, dog. They look fucking weird. <laughs> I'm not on board. This fucking crazy looking golem dudes. They're orcs. Yeah, orcs are fucking scary, man. <laughs> I can't take an orc good guy like contemplating his orc baby, you know? It's too much. I get lost in it. It was great. I I knew hardly anything about the World of Warcraft sure. world at all going in. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Because there's a lot of action. Like, points where you were like, I might feel a little slow right now. They weren't those. Because it just kept... It just goes and goes and goes. Mm-hmm. All right. It's cool. I'm going to watch that shit on HBO then. Yeah. A lot of cool weapons, a lot of cool, like, really cool costumes on the Is it like the, the, the middle hour <clears throat> of the final Hobbit? I haven't seen the final Hobbit. That shit's good. Five, five armies? You skip to, yeah, when that fifth army shows up, <laughs> shit gets tight. <laughs> You're like, oh man, there's four. It's kind of even right now. And then all these clomp, 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 clomp over the hill. And you're like, oh, I'm turning the volume up for this. <laughs> Fuck yeah. The fucking third. They have, every time, and every one of them, they got the sassy elf, or what's his name? Sassy dwarf? They got oh, like a. Gimli. Gimli. And then, uh, yeah, well, there's just like, oh, there's a lot of bearded elf guy, dwarf guys in this. They're all saying sassy shit. Oh wait, Gimli's from Lord of the Rings. I yeah, don't know there's the there's and there's another one. Gorn. There's another guy. Romley. And then there's I think John Cleese pops up. Like his voice is the leader of one of them. And you're like, oh, that's CGI John Cleese. They're gonna have a little levity in this battle. And there was. There was. Yeah. Oh, okay. there's like really cool. Like well, Peter Jackson will do like those cool like big sweeping shots that like lead into like a person getting clubbed in the face or something yeah. something really awesome <laughs> so did you watch all the Lord of the Rings then? yeah I watched them all when they came out in the theater and then I tried to do it again recently and I was like extended editions? yeah um, and I was really just too high to pay attention but it was like Thanksgiving time and so I was like ah oh, we'll just have Lord of the Rings on in the background like Christmas yeah. like the old Christmas tradition <laughs> But uh, I, when I saw it in the theater, it came out like Christmas, I think, also. I think so yeah, I guess yeah. it could be like a Christmas tradition imposed yeah. upon us by New Line Cinema or whatever. <laughs> but every year, I was fucking bombed. <laughs> I got... I don't drink anymore, but I drank pretty heavily when I was a young man doing crazy shit in my life. Like, going to the movies on Christmas Day with flasks and weird potions and stuff. <laughs> And uh, that was a lot of fun. Like, those movies were great. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have the benefit of, like, the season before on Netflix. Or, the, you know, you're like, they didn't give you a previously on. 
I hadn't seen it. I mean, maybe it had come out like on DVD or something mm-hmm. right before. So you couldn't really do a catch-up. You just had to have your memory. Yeah. And uh, I think it wasn't that hard. Previously. Those three, those three, those first three are pretty good. Yeah. And I, I don't, I'm not a fan of the Rittens. I mean, I... Of the I, what? Of the Rittens. <laughs> the books? Yeah, the books. The Rittens? You know the Rittens? <laughs> to say I'm not a fan just means I haven't read them, so I don't care. <laughs> God, I've read like one book that's not a comic book in the last year and a half. What and, book was it? Uh, God, I'm blanking now. I know what I'm reading now, and it's this book about all about being in the moment and being present and being less cluttered and uh, and like distracted. <laughs> but I can't get through it because it's so dense. <laughs> Which is like a cheap, obvious like irony, but like it's real and it's like sits by my bedside every time. And I won't look at that, and I'll just pick up the Batman book instead. I can't remember the last book I read, but I know I read it good, and I, I finished it good, and it was real good. It was, like, so good. It's like a super solid good. I read the fuck out of that book. Yeah. I didn't do like I do with a mystery, and I'll read it last page first so I can spoil it for my friends. I didn't do that. Started at the table of contents. That one's really good. Armada. Um, so Ernest Klein. Oh, I've heard this Ready Player One title being thrown around. I've read, I've, I've seen it. So this is follow up. Yeah. Cool. And is it about video games. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Is that gonna be his thing? He's a video game writer guy. Hey, hey. Hey, everybody needs a thing. It's so good. It's so good. They had a contest, and it was, um, it was online. Like they made this flash game that was. Like a game that was described in the book, so they okay. made, they made it, and you play it, and then if you get the top score, in the world, then you win a, a Oculus Rift. Oh, cool! Yeah, and like a badass joystick, and um, you know, a plum and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Oculus Rift is a pretty cool thing. When is that going to be like a? prosumer version of I, that? I think the consumer versions came out like a like a month ago or something. Wow, okay. And so they're doing a lot of stuff at E3 about it. But, so while I'm doing the When's contest, the cheaper or, or slightly better version going to come out? Because nobody wants the first generation. I want like Oculus 2. <laughs> you know, the one that doesn't suck. I don't know. Maybe next year. <clears throat> That'll probably be what I'll wait for. Because they I, have a Batman virtual, they have a Batman the Animated Series virtual environment. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, so you can tour the Batcave, but like as, you know, yeah. Batman or whatever, it's fucking cool. That's awesome. I heard there's one for Rick and Morty, too. Oh, wow, and that's Rick's cool. Garage. Yeah. Oh, man. How awesome is that? I was in an art museum in London, and they have this, like, one room where everybody's putting on these fucking headsets, uh-huh. and I was all excited, and it was a huge line, and in the room itself were all these hospital beds that were on motorized wheels and they were just like rotating around the room bumping into each other and every night some people from the hospital got uh, some people won the opportunity to sleep in these beds in the museum they were clanking against other beds no there's two beds and they would bounce against the walls or rotate in circles or occasionally bounce against each other real slow like Mm -hmm. And it was part of this art project, so you got to sleep in a museum. But I was going to put on this virtual reality headset, and I was so excited. And then I put it on, and it was just like a shitty shot of the woods and nature sounds with like a, like a, like a, a black light. 
You know, or like a deer vision. You know, where like when you yeah. see deer, like get all freaked out yeah. before they attack you. Like that was it, and I'd waited like thirty minutes to see this thing, and I was so it's, mad. It's a million times better than that. That's good. Now. Yeah, there's I want to be one. transported. Yeah, there's another one called the HTC Vive, and you put it on, and then you got these two controllers, and there's um, so there's like triggers for guns or whatever. There's a, a couple wheels, and then there's so there's a bunch of controls at both hands. So you're going, you're going around the environment, and you can walk around. In, in like in your room space or whatever. In a set amount of space. Yeah, they okay. put you put a tracker up on one corner of the room and then the other corner, and it has this whole field of vision that you can walk around it. Cool. Yeah. So, um, in the demo, you you start out and you're on this sunken ship. There's this um, giant whale that you see from the distance. You're like, oh, that's cool. And then you're just looking around. And there's fish. You can interact with the fish. Like, oh, cool. Move around. Yeah, you move the space around where the fish are and the they move, and then the whale starts coming really Is he eat you? close. No, he doesn't eat you, but he's really, really close, and you, you're just looking like right in his eye, and you're like, "Oh, God, don't poke his eye. That's <laughs> the only thing is, don't stab him in the eye. I know you want to stab him in the eye yeah. for no reason whatsoever. Don't, don't do that. Don't anger the whale. Do not anger the whale. <laughs> You'll die in real yeah, life. Yeah, that's what my immediate thought was. We got a flatliner situation. We've got a the cell situation. Been fun, J Lo. I still haven't seen it, but I know the reference. I need to see that movie. I saw that on a day where I had just smoked some weed that I was pretty sure was like laced with something crazy. It was like 21 years old or whatever. And we went cliff diving off of these... It was up in Washington over like a friend's like way to like these tiny islands. And we went cliff diving and it was really fun. And then we ate buffet pizza and smoked weed and everybody got like crazy sick. And then we watched The Cell, which is like a super disturbing, <laughs> disturbing movie. Mm -hmm. And it's extremely upsetting. And then my friend had to leave because he was about to throw up. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think he threw up in the lobby of the... But we didn't follow him out or anything. And then he was just gone. And then we left the movie and we had to wander the shitty mall for an hour looking for him. So, in short, it's not, it's not worth it. Alright, don't see You get to see Vince Vaughn being real serious and like trying to get inside of a dream or just trying to get in somebody's dream. Just like understand and solve a murder. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That sounds more like Sofia Vergara. I don't know. It's terrible. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was uh, pretty good. <laughs> all my impressions are of other people's impressions, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like you do all the hard work, I'll copy that. <laughs> it's a good it's a good way to get into an impression of Not gonna do it. <laughs> Yep, he <laughs> He's got a new show where he like fucking. It's like a competitive oh, impression it. show. Okay. I'm so tired of everything being a competition to like be yeah. a comedian. To be the best. Yeah, or just like, why can't we just have three people on and they hang out and don't compete against each other? <laughs> or how about we make somebody not a loser at the end of this? Wouldn't that be fun? Hey! You're all equally as valid in the eyes of television. That would be a cool um, show, so it would be set up like a podcast, I guess, but it's filmed, so then it's not a podcast, and then it's just people riffing. Yeah, and if you fuck up, the chair goes out from under you, like in Remote Control with Colin Quinn. You just get thrown out of the house. 
bouncer comes up. That's it. You're done. This riff's over, fucko. Get out of here. You suck. <laughs> I should get star in a, a fucking instructional video. Yeah, you got get about... back in your Uber. You, you got about as much funny in you as a, as a cement mixer. There you go. Installation video. <laughs> um... Man, we really ran the gamut, dude. Yeah. Whew. That's good. What, uh, are you running any shows right now? No, I'm gonna, I'm trying to find a new place close to my house that is low effort. Like, if I do another show, I want it to be, all my shows have been, like, very relaxed and loose and kind of mm -hmm. fun and experimental, but I would like it to be, have that vibe, but, uh, you know, a little bit easier space to manage. So if I'm trying to find places that I can have a good relationship with and just, like, make it as low stress as possible, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. Which is hard to find, so I'm being, it's worth being patient, you know? Well, if if anyone out there is listening... Oh, yeah. You got something <laughs> Central Hollywood? You got, like, a, you got just, like, a tiny bar or a room where people aren't hanging out for, like, several hours a night? One night a week. We implore or you. Yeah. We implore you. <laughs> Get a hold of me. I'm on Twitter. Follow me that way. That's how this whole thing happened. Yeah. Doug hit me up on Twitter three months ago, mm -hmm. and I got back to him this week, and that's that's how that's how dreams come true. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. So what's your Twitter? Chuck Watkins ESQ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He asks you lots of questions because ESQ he's a lawyer. <laughs> I am a lawyer. <laughs> Are you a lawyer? No. <laughs> I'm legally not allowed to say I'm a lawyer. I know that because I'm a lawyer. I am unlicensed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm professionally prompt. I always show up on time and look sharp. I look the part. I look the part. Yeah, you could be a lawyer. Yeah. I've spent a lot of time in a courtroom. <laughs> I know the reasons. jargon. Yeah. It was yelled at me. <laughs> <laughs> I have represented myself before. I know what the word contempt means and bailiff. I was rep I did have to represent myself once. Really? I was arrested on the night that I saw Titanic. Oh. I was driving for one of the first times in a very crowded parking lot. I was going with a friend who's not a woman to see Titanic. Because <laughs> we were dorks. And uh, I, it was a very crowded parking lot. <laughs> And I pull into a spot and I bumped a guy and I was like, oh, fuck. And I pulled back my truck and my truck had a rivet in it, like a dent in it. And mm -hmm. this guy's truck was fine. And I was like, fuck, well, I'm going to write him a note, but um, let's park first. I can't physically fit in here, so I'll come back. And so I, I went and I found a spot and then I was leaving and I was walking back to the guy's truck. And as I got back to the guy's truck, a security guard goes, hey, you hit this guy's car. And I was like... Yeah, I know. I'm writing him a note. And then he handcuffed me and he was like, you can't do that, blah, blah, blah. What? I had a very overzealous security guard. Even though I was explaining, I was like, I'm writing this guy a note and giving him my contact info or yeah. whatever. I'm trying to see a movie with my friend. <laughs> and uh, I was arrested. And I, I wasn't taken to jail, so I guess I wasn't arrested. But yeah. I put in handcuffs and given a very stern warning. <laughs> so that's not arrested, I suppose. But I had to show up in court. But it felt like arrested. And because I was over <clears throat> 17 or 18 when that happened, 17, I was, he was not allowed to uh, have my parents with me. And so 
I just had to like do it all by myself and just be like, huh. I was able to be like very like alpha male at a very young age and being like, I was on my way back to this car when this guy comes arrest me and blah, blah, blah. And he can't even arrest people. It's a private parking lot. That's my case, your honor. And I did get it dropped because nice. I was so confident for no reason whatsoever. I just felt like I was right. So you were, yeah. you were writing him a note. You yeah. were like, I'm sorry. I hit your car. So, uh, I'm so sorry. I, Hey, yeah. Hey, Get, out, get away from me, security guard. That's that was... basically how it went down, <laughs> word for word. And because of that, I feel free to add ESQ to my name whenever I sign it. So. Is ESQ a thing that means lawyer? Esquire, Esquire? I think, is a term for a lawyer. <laughs> I just Esquire like the it. third, if you please. I, when I was trying to, you know, like... Before I moved out to LA, I was like, I want something that's just fun, that's not like totally an obvious lie, or just like a fun little thing. I, every time I think of it, I think Ron Babcock, he, he used to be comedy's Ron Babcock, which I think is a wonderful way to introduce yourself. And yeah. uh, I, I don't know, something along, I like I like a little sausage on the funny or whatever. Just talking out of my ass. That's right. All I do, I'm a loud asshole. It's good. Esquire is, is the... Um... The parsley, what's the part? The garnish, the garnish. garnish yes. Yeah. Full flavor on top. Full <laughs> salsa. Full Tex Mex. Oh, yeah. The, the chipotle mayo. Mm -hmm. Keep mayo out of this. I don't even understand what mayo is. The chipotle it's Tabasco. It's like applesauce that's been left in the sun. Is that what mayo is? Yeah. Ugh. It's so good. <laughs> We're going to have another podcast called Chuck Hates Sauces. Yeah, like, hey Chuck I hate mustard I hate ketchup I hate mayo hey what do you think of horseradish I hate it <laughs> vinegar I hate it I know it's not a sauce it's more of a straight up liquid but I hate vinegar honey mustard fuck you barbecue fuck you <laughs> and I know you're saying hey Chuck you're from Texas barbecue sauce is really big there yeah not on my plate fuck you <laughs> you know what's good the steak by itself cause I don't need to Nancy it up do it the way you're supposed to eat it. Knife and a fork, asshole. What if it's a little dry? Mm, I'm sorry. Oh, is your steak a little dry? Oh, you need a cup of Wawa because your steak's a little dry. Oh, I'm so sorry. You know what this podcast is called? Saucy. That's what the name of that podcast is called. Oh, I just don't even want to think about it. Saucy. I just think of things that are ground, dripping off. Ground chuck. Yes. Thank you. That's pretty good. I'm a grounded guy. <laughs> I like various meats. Yeah. And sometimes those sauces, they grind, they, they're just... They're baked in. <laughs> sometimes. A good sauce. It's a little, it's a little, sauce, it's a little saucy internally. It doesn't mm -hmm. have a lot of like goop you gotta throw onto it. I'm anti-goop. <laughs> anti-goop. Yeah. Look out, Gwyneth. Pro flavor, anti goop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so well, wait. So what? What? What were you saying? One of the next shows that you wanted to do was gonna be. Uh, I that I'm gonna do or I wanna do that you wanna do. Oh, I just wanna do all the late nights. That would be so mm -hmm. fun. But I don't have anything coming up. No, that's you, not true. I've got a the couple. Wheels, the wheels turning. Yeah. I, I mean, I want to do more house party. I want to, like, open up, like, comedy shows that are, like, 
you know, backyard parties or whatever and just find people that be like, let me do like 10 minutes worth of crazy music and I'll lug along my entire like tiny micro disco light plug setup that I've got kind of slowly building, slowly building an arsenal of like plugs and wires and bleeps and bloops to accompany me (laughs) as I sing and play these like crazy party songs. Yeah. So that should be pretty fun. And uh, hopefully that'll happen pretty soon. I think I'm doing one at the end of the month that's like way east in a neighborhood I don't even know. But it should be pretty cool. Yeah. I love I love the, the intimacy of the house the house show. Yeah. I just like getting fucking loud and being <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah. I love it when people are like, oh, I'm going to see some stand-up. And they're like, what the fuck is this? It's pretty funny. It's kind of scaring me. <laughs> Should we all be concerned for our safety? Yeah, right that's now? kind of my specialty. I think. I think that's my particular niche. Awesome. I feel like this has been a great episode. I think so. Yeah. How would you rate it on your scale of episodes as far as normal well, scale, scale ratings? One goes. fantastic. Yeah, it was, it was pretty fucking fantastic. All right, I like that. I like that. Okay. And go home feeling a little spring in my stuff mouth. Yeah. Well, so, that's great. Thanks so for having good. me over. Yeah, your your Twitter is Chuck, Chuck Watkins ESQ. ESQ. Uh, anywhere else they can find you or um, stuff. I have music. a website that I will be like rebooting soon. It'll mm-hmm. have like videos from a new album, and uh, I'm gonna start posting comics. I've been drawing comics slowly yeah. over the last year and not releasing them. Cool. And oh, maybe you can help me. I should I. Release them under my own name or as a mystery person out there in the world first Ooh. under a different. Because sometimes that I have a theory. Cool. Sometimes I have a theory like just leave my name out of it and maybe it'll do better. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're tired. People are just tired of you know crazy. And, and if people really want to figure it out, like my style's easy enough to put together. I'm sure someone could. But they'll be like, wait. Yeah. Buck Chotkins. Yeah. <laughs> Buck Charkton. <laughs> Buck Sharkskin. Who the fuck is Buck Sharkskin? <laughs> Sounds like a porn actor. Oh, I'm still delighting in my stupid Wook Chatkins. <laughs> so maybe, yeah, yeah. So maybe look for for something like that. If you see something like that as a kind of switcheroo name, it's probably me. I will say that the rude, crude, and totally lewd. So that'll be fun. Sweet. Well, this has been You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp and Thanks, Doug. Chuck Watkins. Woo!